Good evening, everyone. Well, my dear friends, I'm sure you have heard in the news about that tragic airplane crash and how it impacted our community, one of our beautiful families from All Saints, uh, the two children that attended, one of them attended John Paul II High School, the other one All Saints, uh, the mother, the stepfather, they were all tragically killed in this um, horrific accident. And, you know, to be aware of that, to keep them in your prayers, Ornella and um, Brian Ellard with their children, Dylan and Alice. We had a special mass Wednesday morning uh, in order so that before the July 4th festivities, we could gather as many people who wanted to gather together to remember them. And so while we were, we celebrated the Mass, and then after the Mass, we had the Rosary. And then we had the dad. The dad came up, Michele, uh, and he stepped up and he said a few words that just blew me away. They were so powerful and so right on. First of all, to suffer the loss of two year children uh, being killed. And then being able to come up and say a few words was remarkable. And I just want to share with you some of the things that he said. One of them was, he said, if I had a blank piece of paper, and if I were to write down what I would hope for, in a, uh, for my children to have in a stepfather, it would be Brian Ellard, the two words. And this is the dad speaking about the stepfather. And he was it's remarkable, remarkable that he would have that strength, that poise to be able to say those words. And he was a good, he was a good man, good stepfather. He knew his place, as, as the dad mentioned. We had our roles, but he was a very good man, very loved the children immensely. And then he spoke highly about his ex-wife. And then he mentioned to everybody, he said, you know, to all the kids out there, Make sure that you spend time with your family. You just never know. You never know when your last hug is your last hug. Or your kiss, or you say I love you, is your last time that you say those words. And to the parents, he said to all the parents, you know, don't take anyone or anything for granted. Because we just never know when we lose these things in our life. And he said, he said, you know, I, he came up to me before the Mass and he said to me, Father, I am so mad. I'm so mad, not at you, but at your employer, God. <laughs> right? At God. You know, because why would God allow such a thing to happen? And, you know, all I could tell him is the only thing I know, the only thing that we can never forget is that this is not our final home, ever. We will not spend eternity here on earth. And the Lord made us, not like trees, that we live to be 200, 300, 400 years old. He made us that we have a very short time on this earth. And not to waste it, to appreciate it, but our final home is not here. It's in heaven. 
Which brings me to what we read today. And it is, especially in the second reading here, from St. Paul to the Galatians. This is the conclusion of his letter to the Galatians. And he says to them, May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. What he's saying is, I don't care about the politics. I don't care about the government. I don't care about anything. I care about serving the Lord above all things. That's my goal in life, right? That no possession is worth more than Jesus Christ. No comfort. And that's the real point here. No comfort in this world is worth achieving if it means sacrificing my mission on earth. And if you think about it, St. Paul, when he established his first community, Galatia, the first church, he could easily have said, okay, now I can settle here, right? I can become the pastor here. I can become the bishop here. Maybe even one day the pope here. But no, he said, no, okay, we established it, it's done, okay, move on. Time to move on. And then he went to Thessalonia, and then he went to Ephesia, Ephesus. He went as far and as wide as possible at his time to share the good news with others because he never wanted to be too comfortable He never wanted to be too comfortable. Comfort is not a deadly sin, but it should be. It should be. Because that's one of the things that stifle us from growing and from pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves to do more. And that's where you have in the gospel this tremendous call from Jesus Christ, right? He sends out 72 disciples, go in pairs, Bring no money bag, no walking stick, no nothing. In other words, be walking witnesses to me. What you bring with you is me. That's tough. And I was just reading this wonderful reflection about it. Ask the Lord to send workers to the harvest. That's what Jesus says. Why? What's he saying? He's saying pray. Pray. Pray that everyone becomes a missionary. Don't think that the Lord is just saying, pray for more priests. Of course, that's part of it. But if every single Catholic, or let's just make it simple, if every single parishioner here at All Saints would consider themselves a missionary and share the good news with what Jesus has done for them, the good, the bad, and the ugly, then each one of us would change radically this parish and even our community. But that's what the Lord is saying. Pray. Pray that the Lord changes the hearts of those around you and changes our hearts as well. And then, do not carry a walking stick or traveling bag. Wear no sandals. What's the message? The walking stick in the old days, if, you're, if you should know, the walking stick in the old days was to 
you know, move snakes and stuff like that that they may find on the road or animals for defense. But really, all this means detach yourself from living too much of a comfortable life. Be careful. Don't make your life too comfortable. It only makes it much more difficult as the Lord begins to pull away each one of our possessions and the things that we hold dear to our heart. Greet no one along the way. Why not? What's wrong with that? Oh, what's the Lord trying to say? Hey, move. Urgent. This is something that's urgent. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time with gossip. Don't waste your time with all this nonsense that we can waste plenty of time with. Be efficient. Get moving. Get moving. And then finally... The Lord tells us that we do have this fear, and that is this fear of not being heard or being rejected. And we can't allow that ever to stifle us from moving and pushing along. Preach that the kingdom of God is at hand. If we want to change our world, the Lord makes it very simple. If you want to make the kingdom of heaven come down to earth, then make heaven, make earth look more like heaven, where people help each other, where people are willing to make sacrifices for one another, where people are are willing to think about the more important things than the other things. You know, as I told you, in our parish, we're going to have to make some changes, right, with the mass times. Ooh. Please, Father. Please, Father, don't make it too early. Father, please don't make it too late. Father, please don't, don't allow my lunchtime to be changed. I have my friends and we play bridge and we do... Oh, okay. Imagine if these were the problems that St. Paul was facing in Galatia. No, but we, we can get, become very comfortable. I've got my, you know, it's interesting because every time I look out, of course, I always sit in the same chair, right? But I also notice how everybody likes to sit in the same place. And if someone says, excuse me, right? You're like, yeah. Yeah. Right? But we can become very comfortable. But we have to learn how to make sacrifices. And sacrifices allow us not to be too comfortable, which means it helps us to keep the wheels turning and helps us to be more energetic and more determined and more excited. Why do you think St. Paul went from one place to another to another to another? Because he knew himself. And he said, you know what? If I stay in one place and everybody treats me like a king... Well, guess what? I'm going to start feeling like a king. And that's where he said, time to move. Time to get going. Time to change. Time to get to work again. Make it a challenge. Make it difficult. Each and every one of us, we have the same thing with our families. Do we get too comfortable with our spouse? Do I not, do I no longer, do I do the same exact thing 
all the time with my wife, with my husband, what do I do? Is it the same old, same old? Do I challenge myself? With my children, with my children. Do I challenge my children during the summer months? Are my kids on video games and the TV like 12 hours a day? Okay, 14 hours a day? Right? Exactly. But you know what? Hey, they're quiet. I don't have to worry about it. They're in the back of the car. It's peaceful, not a problem. No. Challenge your children. Children, adults, we all love a challenge. But we would prefer to be comfortable, always. But we do love a challenge. I was reading, I don't know if you remember, there's this wonderful book called Endurance by Alfred Lansing. It's the story of Ernest Shackleton, the explorer that went to Antarctica to explore the area, and the ship that they were all sailing on was crushed by the ice. And they had to make their way out of that trap back to safety. And I was reading the book, just looking over one section again, and before the journey, he put out an advertisement for men to volunteer for this journey. And what would you think? Oh, travel the world, see a bit of South, uh, the South Pole, enjoy a little bit of a breeze, right? Nice, cool weather, right? No. What did he write? He wrote this in the local newspaper. Men wanted for hazardous duty, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful, honor and recognition in case of success. There were 27 positions available. 5,000 individuals applied. We still have that spirit. There are companies that are advertising one-way trips to Mars. One-way trip, one way, right? (laughs) That's it. You get there and you stay there. Hundreds of thousands of people have volunteered. We love a challenge. If they're willing to get hundreds of thousands of people to volunteer to go to Mars on a one-way trip, you're going to tell me that I can't get one person to come to church? (laughs) One person. One person. And even I have to work on it. If you ask me, Father, when was the last time you invited someone to church? Yeah. You're right. We can all get too comfortable, and that's not a good thing. Let's challenge ourselves. That's the invitation this Sunday. The Lord is inviting us. Don't be too comfortable. It's nice to be comfortable. But also put a little bit of a challenge in your life once again. And spark, you know, create a spark, a light in your life. Amen.